Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Honest Abe here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida. This episode number 490 of KMA Talk Radio. And as always, I am surrounded by the KMA crew themselves. I don't even know if I should start with him. I'm debating it. There the man is the GOAT, yeah, Alex Tavella. The man who got the grand, scoop. He needs a grand entrance. Got it down. Mr. Cooper donning the TGS swag. Uh, the swag. The swag. swag. Absolutely. Do we even like, I don't know. Well, well he's, I mean, he's an admin. He can let himself in. So, yeah. Well, I mean, come back. Come on. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Krakow. Welcome back to Krakow. We tease him a lot because we got him on the spot. Now, the, the, the truth is, how long is it really going to be for? <laughs> Until the next Disney so trip. Sick. Let's just so be sick. real. Tommy Callen in town landed last Man. evening. Almost got, punched in the face. Almost got punched in the face last night. By you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Why? Why? Because uh, it, somebody shows up to the back door. They're fucking railing oh, he's on the buzzer. Mountain. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's me. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm ready. And it's sure enough, it's his face <laughs> standing there. I didn't even know he was coming in yet. AKA Seth Rosen, for those yes. of you who don't know. Nobody knows oh Seth Rosen. God. Everybody knows Tommy Callahan. Tommy Callahan. Lily flew in from Israel for the Literally. great smoke. Wow. Great job. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. great. Comes job. every year. Comes every year. Every year. Yep. Yes, he does. Every year. Oh wow! He comes man. a little bit early. Well, he, he's actually leaving for the DR today. Oh, nice! Oh, is he DR and coming back? He's going to Casa Punta to come back uh, Thursday morning. Sorry to put your personal affairs out there, Tommy, but but now we can find you. Yeah, I don't think he really gives a shit. And he usually <laughs> stays. He usually stays for at least like a, a week after the great. Last year he stayed like for a month after the great. Yeah, snow. I mean the guy's coming from Israel. I wouldn't make a four day trip and you know, yeah, I, yeah. Especially it's home, you know. It's I, don't know like I don't know what he's doing for a fucking living, but I'd like to switch places. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good fucking job. Guy traveling. Fucking Dikako. Did you even miss being on the show? You lying yeah. sack of shit. Get the no, fuck I out really, I really did. I really I had some family obligations and you know, uh basketball was literally right at the time of the show. So I'm I'm back now. I think there's there's probably one day I can't be here in, in the next two months, so it's no big deal. I'm gonna put a poll on KMA Talk Radio. Do you, Did know you enjoy the show? Did you enjoy the show better while Paul was gone or now that Paul's back? Hey, listen, if they if they didn't, I'll gladly sit behind the scenes and help. I tell Whoa, you what, I, what are you 
do behind the scenes? <laughs> the same, the show. The the same shit he does in front of the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, there's a huge movement. I've been already been messaged about it ten times. We're making t-shirts called. I gotta hashtag. make those sh- after the great smoke. Yeah, hashtag who's ball. Oh, By the way, Alex, bro, get, there were two of these on my desk. Did you get any? How do you think they got there, brother? Okay, I just want to make sure you got some. I did. I'm That's getting ready to light this puppy up. This is oh, one of our so lights. Mr. Gomez. Yeah. You know, that threw me off. Like, I'm like, who the fuck is Janie Gomez? I keep getting well, tagged. because his account got hacked, but I think even when you get it back, if they change, you have to wait like 90 days or something. Back before your you change your name or something, even though he got hacked. But, but yeah, yeah, I guess Ro- Roger made some, some cigars in honor of his dad. Oh, jeez. Oh, so yeah, Roger, I appreciate the cigar. Uh, I'm gonna light one up during the show. Hold it, can you hold it up, Abe, so we can see it a little bit better? He just says "full up" his last name. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Nice. Good you job. know, I've been so busy, I really haven't had time to chat chat with him. Does anybody know anything about the cigar? Who made it? Where he had it made? I'm pretty sure that's from Matola. So ah. I, think, I think I think it's Cavalier. Cavalier. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. From what I heard. That's the first I've told. seen it. Yeah, he, it's he, just something he made. He a, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's a gift yeah. for his dad. It was a tribute. Yeah, he. I think he had a, a couple hundred cigars made just to. Very nice. Who's, Very uh, nice. Good job. He said he was. You know, from what I understand, he was kind of inspired by the Raji. You know, while his dad's still here, make something nice, which oh, is yeah. always cool. Pete, love Roger J. Gomez. <laughs> so, Paul. You sound like you're putting your microphone on fire right now. I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah, I heard it sounded like he was burning it. <laughs> I heard that. Mike. It's like the toast mic we got. Yeah, the torch mic. Yeah. I'm not used to I'm not used to having a sophisticated piece of equipment in front of me. Dojo Dojo has the cigar cam and we have the cigar mic. By the way, did anybody watch their AI ver- shit last night? No. I didn't. I did, I I didn't. did not. I, did I didn't not. get a chance. I, I I went home. It was kind of cool. There were some epic ones. There were some really stupid ones. Um, some of the outtakes were funnier afterwards, but basically Jordan typed in like, you know, what would honest Abe look like in the Ming dynasty? You know, and he did shit like that. And what would Pete Johnson look like as Frankenstein? Oh, okay. So they were using the, the art photo. AI. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cause I know HBT, how about that cigar guys did a show asking chat GPT question, but there's another one, Dolly yeah. or something. There's a couple that do like the images. My, 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 uh, my image came out. Some of the images look stupid. The best was the AI made Bradley Rubin Mario from Mario Kart. It's <laughs> oh, hilarious. That's nice. Yeah. That's if, 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 how would Bradley Rubin look if we personified his mustache? That was the, that's the command. Awesome. Now, did they made, have to give an image of Bradley Rubin? Yeah. they. I'm sure they put an image in there and they did it. Now, some of them didn't really look like the original person. Sure. You know? Some did, like Fred Ruiz kind of did, Pete Johnson's kind of did. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna see if I could pull mine up and get it. I should have prepped better and got a screenshot. But I'm gonna did get yours. It did yours look like Ming? From I, I had one of the coolest pictures, but it didn't okay. I mean you tell me if it looks like me. It doesn't look like me. Like they were like they were saying, like to some of these guys, oh, we're gonna send that to that menu, you know, that person. You know, we're gonna send this image. I'm like, why, dude? It looks nothing like him. Right. Like if it looked like me, I would probably use it frame it or put it up here but I, I don't think mine looked like me at all um 
but I'm gonna get the picture to one of you guys, and, and you all tell me if if it looked like me or not. But it was it was a fun episode. I tell you what, though, they were laughing like high school kids. They were just laughing at their own. They had shit. me. They, they said they had me. They had me. They had what? They said oh, they, yeah, had they had me. Oh, yeah, they did. Coop. Oh, Coop. Let me tell you something. First off, yours came out. I'm gonna pull yours up too. Yours came out good. But what they did was they showed the outtakes, and okay. for whatever reason, this this AI likes to go tranny so oh, no. oh god yeah it, it had like you know eight renditions of coop like seriously like in a tranny mode and female mode and, <laughs> and, and, and they showed all of them in the outtakes which was very funny at the end that's so, cool I gotta yeah if you guys got time later this weekend just go to cigar dojo check out that episode you know it wasn't nothing yeah. great but it was funny and right 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 you got a few giggles out of it cool that's i like it i like yeah. it yeah, Cubes was funny. I'm, oh, I'm nice. Gonna, I got to see this now. I didn't see I'm going to get, get screenshots of, of our things, and yeah. I'll, I'll get it to you. It's, cool. um, it's funny. I usually watch their show. I just got distracted last night with stuff I had to do. You fucking barely watch her. Right? No, really no, watch I, I, I usually watch Dojo because I, I I usually, like, when the kids go to sleep, that's a perfect time we, for me to put it on, on the TV. I have a trivia question. I have a KMA trivia question for Paul. Oh, wait, wait. I got Coop. Coop came I didn't up right watch away. all the shows when I wasn't here. So if that's right. what it's going to be. But go ahead. Right. What, what did we talk about last week, Paul? Give us. I didn't watch points. last week. <laughs> so I, <laughs> unbelievable. I do typically watch the show when I'm not that, on. That, the show. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, Paul, you barely fucking watch our show. show. No, I do. I watch our Come show on. after we do it, even when I'm on it. Because I like. But you don't watch it when you're not on it. I do. I'll what a narcissist! I wasn't on. There's no reason to watch. No, I, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. Ratings you, must have been down. I didn't have. Listen, we have a my, there along with all the the weekend uh, responsibilities I've had. We also have a new house member in our home right now living with us. So uh, who needs a, a little bit of help and guidance? So there has been. There has been a lot of things going on in, in my household here, unfortunately. Oh, we lost. Did we lose Coop? No, oh, he's, he's back. back. I, I must have the camera. So, yep. Coop, they told. I sent it to Alex. Coop, you, they, can you send it to Paul? Ugh. Yeah, send it to me. It's just all. easier for Paul because he runs off a of Mac, so I, he just he gets your text. I have yeah. to reformat and yeah. because he's really doing nothing else. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean. Um, so, Coop, uh, they entered in your AI. They entered in your AI. Um, oh my god! <laughs> they entered in your AI a coop as a sports writer. Okay. What would coop right. look like if he was a sports writer? It's coming. This okay. is the one they showed, but I'm going to pull some of the outtakes um, of what you ended up looking like. Okay. In a bit, I just got mine. I'm going to send it to Paul now, but you can go ahead and show coops. All right, I'm uploading. I just have to convert it when it comes from the text, so it's coming in now. Yeah. Sorry, it's the fastest way I can get it to anybody. No, 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 it's fine. It takes. Why do you have to convert it? Seconds. It's because it comes as an HCIEC. Oh, uh, yeah, HCIEC. All right, you ready for Coops? Here's here's Coops. Coop as a sports writer. That's not bad. That's not bad. I see it. Uh, it, it they must have took a picture of me with the, when I had the mustache. Because well, I. Yeah. You know what's fu funny? No, you didn't have a mustache, Coop. It gave it to you. They showed it the before picture. They showed oh, the really? before picture they used. Where's the before um, picture? You know what's funny is the bottom half of your mouth is all Paul Giamatti. Yeah, but I 
I wonder what picture they use. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Did it they was you in a suit in an airport, I think. What am I yeah, wearing? I feel, suit? Like, okay. I feel like a, a sports writer needs a good stash. Yeah. You know? I, 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 I can, okay, I can, I can buy into this. Uh, this is not like embarrassing. No, no, yours. No, well, no. listen, they picked, they picked like them out it. of like probably, you know. I think it looks great. So, 20, rend, 20 yeah, renditions. I, now, what's, now, what's funny, what's funny is in mine, they had, mine, I would say I was at the bar with somebody. I had a cappuccino in my hand. I, <laughs> oh, wait, I was sitting next to a woman. They cropped the woman out when they gave it to AI. I just sent it to you, Paul. I know. But, I'm but the AI, for whatever reason, either saw it or felt like a woman should be next to me and put a woman in the pictures. Really weird. It's but I, it's actually like weird that she's back, that she's in there. It is. Um, so basically, they said Abe. Abe. What would Abe look like in the Ming Dynasty? And this is what this is, is what the AI. <laughs> okay. You don't think that looks like you? I don't know. You tell me. Does that look like you? If you bring yeah. back your big nickname, that's not bad. Other than, other, bad, than bro. other than the eyebrow. It's not bad. No, it's I not bad, like bro. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see you in that. I mean, I can see your face in that picture. Yeah. I mean, it listen. Like that woman behind you is like like planning to overthrow you and kill here, you. Here, here, here's my point. If, if, um, if I had that up on my wall and people walked in, everybody would be like, who the fuck is that? What is that? No, no I think, they, I think they'd you. recognize. I think they'd recognize you. Do you? Yeah. I do. I'm not going to show anymore because some of these were pretty funny. That uh, Eric Espinosa as an alpha dog, what he would look like. <laughs> um, but I'm going to share Coop's outtakes because they are fucking hilarious. So what are the outtakes exactly? Well, what happened was they had the AI render images that were just so way off. Uh-huh. They didn't use them. They kept tweaking them. So it did. It did some images of you that like Got really it. totally Got made it. and they okay. just shared them, and they shared them with everybody. Oh, I can't wait to see them. I'm I'm, I'm taking screenshots of them now. I was playing with one of these programs. Theirs looks more sophisticated than the I'm, one I was looking I'm, at. I'm waiting for the AI cigar to come out from someone. I think it's gonna be those guys. Those release now. It's coming. It's coming. You know, there's gonna be some AI project coming this year. Hey, Raphael. What can, what can you do with an AI in a cigar? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, someone gonna, will find a way. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you what they can do. They can have an AI blend the cigar. Yeah. What do you mean? What can you do with AI in a cigar? You can have AI blend the cigar. I'm 100%. sure it's already in the works. Yes. So I'm sure okay, you can. I, I, I know that AI, a lot of music producers are oh, yeah. starting to look at it like, you know, you can you know, have AI take a certain style of sound and create music. Yeah. So, the, the you know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I use it the most around here probably. But, uh, no, nah, man, AI is the wave. Artificial tobacco, said that Alan Rubin. No, but I'm, yeah, you, I mean, I'm sure you can have a, AI come up with blends. I mean, 100%. you should. How can we? I know how we can use AI. I mean, I have ideas of how we can incorporate AI for sure, for for smoke in. Hmm. Well, they'll always find a way. Well, you guys are just gonna have to watch the episode. It's hard to tell the outtakes. Episode. Come on, we got yeah. stuff. There's stuff going yeah. on. I mean, I'm, I've been. I'm like, like dojo. I'm. I'm waiting. We I'm just waiting for some. What, yeah, like, what, like, what stuff would you be talking about? 
Paul I don't know, bro. Time. Whatever the fuck you texted us about this morning. Before we get started, let me crack open my new liquid death iced tea so, and get ready. Are they, are they ready good? This. this is good. I like it. It's not yeah. it's a tinge, just a tinge of agave. I don't like sweet shit. Yeah, me neither. So needless to say, this time of year, my patience may be a little bit thinner. <laughs> yeah. Listen, in fairness, too, I just want to preface this. In fairness, um, there was a lot of patience waning incidents yesterday. We almost beat up a drunk at the bar. <laughs> then you had an incident later that night that you were ready to go for. So there was a lot of like. Oh, there was a couple of instances you don't even know about yesterday. I'm, I'm sure, but I, there was a lot of like juices flowing just from last night. So. Yeah, maybe the wrong day to the, the jerk off the in our social club. Yeah, I was, I was a little. Oh yeah, it was to him. There was the drunk. We literally was, almost basically <laughs> threw out the door. I was basically a walking Chernobyl at one point. And nobody knew yeah. it. So, um, this morning I wake up. So to pre up this whole situation, let me just be clear. Um, Wayne Clark, Wayne D. Clark, who currently uh, is working for Placencia, I believe. Yeah. Um, we have a history on KMA uh, many, many years ago. Either I made a statement or he made a statement. And we got in this like Facebook debate. And, you know, I, I'm just like, why are we going back and forth on Facebook? Why don't you just come on and KMA and we'll just talk about this. Right. And he did. Now, I mean, listen, when I do this, I'm not doing this to start a war, have a fight, but let's have a conversation like adults. And honestly, it's very weird, but most people balk when I make that offer. They, they do not come on. This guy's like, absolutely. He came on the Is show. He didn't even question. No, it. and we had a good show. We had yep, a good show. We had a good show, and we're and we're friends. But you know, I have to call out just asinine shit when I see it. And this morning, I saw. Uh, 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 and look, I've been very, very good over the last, I'd say, three to four years of just refraining from Facebook debates. It's just so pointless and wasteful, and a waste. Yeah, I know. It's just it's a waste of time. You're not really changing anybody's opinion. You're not. Yeah. You're not educating anybody. You're not. It's just a waste of time. It never looks good. I love you know, it. even when you make perfect sense, it's a waste of time. But I, I, I couldn't refrain myself, and I ended up typing this whole tirade of you know just people and how they just don't want to be accountable anymore in the universe. You know, I mean that's in essence what this comes down to. But I reached out to Wayne actually this morning. Let me see if he replied back to me yet. No. I, asked, I just said, hey, are you, good morning. Are you awake? Because I figured I was going to invite him to come on and just talk about it instead of me just reading shit. You can do shit. it at any time. If he's watching, he has yeah. my number. We He has your yeah. number. We can send him a link, yeah. and he can come right in. So can we – What all right, so what sparked this, number one? Yeah, there you yeah. go. I'm just reading the post. I'm going to read it. Oh, okay, so, okay. You know, I, you know I, I I went and got my Illusion swag mug and made my cup of coffee and basically posted it. Hey, look, I got a, I got a rant this morning. But this this is the this is the post that I came across this morning. Just my two cent opinion. And this is Wayne Wayne Clark, who once again, we have a great relationship. We're friends. I'm this is just my opinion on something he posted. Just my two cent opinion. The age of retailers saying they need swag and free product to sell a cigar has outstayed its welcome. The reality is you don't need to give away the farm to sell a good premium cigar. Unfortunately, consumers have become conditioned to saying. What are you going to give me? Because certain companies give away the farm with every purchase. If we all just stop this nonsense and learned how to sell a cigar on its own merits, 
the whole dirty problem would go away on its own. On the surface, a fair post. Nothing, nothing really truly wrong with that statement. No, you know, but here's the reality. And I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta pull up the the post so I could. I want to read you my reply because I, you know, my reply I think was covered all the bases. It's a little lengthy. So here's my reply to his comment. Okay, and Coop, you actually chimed in on this too. Yes. Coop, Coop was disappointed when I said we we're going to talk about this more because the guy's like, oh, shit, you and I agree on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're, 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 I liked what you said though. I mean, judge what I said, but, but I think you, you went, I think you said it, you stated it a lot better. I'm going to give you that. Oh, I just gave an in depth dissertation on the yeah. insanity of the statement, right? So, yeah. give it, give it. Here's my reply Marketing and advertising is something that should be in any company's yearly budget. If you started a business and did not plan for an annual advertising marketing budget, the probability of your success is greatly diminished. Basic business. There are formulas out there to tell you what a healthy business model looks like. What percentage of your annual revenue should be spent on rent, salary, advertising, etc. Most never plan to fail. They fail to plan. That being said, what is the best way to spend your marketing dollars? Now, I make swag with my company's logo. The patrons and fans of my company seem to love the stuff we make. They actually take pride in wearing or using our gear. For my company, it's awesome. I would rather have someone wearing one of our branded hats, robes, shirts, or using one of our lighters or cutters, etc., than waste money on a magazine ad that gets lost in a couple hundred pages and is never remembered or worse, never even seen by many. If a company wants to spend some of their marketing budget making their cigar box into a usable ashtray, which Placencia has done. Now, Wayne currently works for Placencia, which another reason why I found this to be ironic. I mean, his company has basically done the same stuff. Or, or offering rocks glasses with their company's logo on it, which Placencia has done. I see nothing wrong with it. If consumers did not like it, companies would stop doing it. Consumers dictate the outcomes. I don't think the retailers are telling you they need swag and free product to sell cigars. What they are telling you is what they know to be true, that the companies that offer swag and promos from time to time or during events fare way better to the consumer market than those companies who do not. If you feel you don't need swag, good on you. But if your event is a dud, don't look at me. I've told you the recipes that I've seen effective on the retail level. Now, if you are a manufacturer, small or big, know the game you're in. Most don't like this marketing tactic because they really don't even have marketing budgets or know how to effectively use what little budget they may have. That's on them. This is the league and you shouldn't expect the rules on how the game is played to change just because you are not equipped, whether financially or strategically, to compete. The budget should be in the same percentage range no matter what size your company is. So, yeah, if your company is doing $30 million a year, your reach is larger, your audience is larger, you have more money to spend. If your company is doing five hundred k a year, your reach is way smaller and your, market, your audience is way smaller and therefore you should have a way smaller budget. But essentially, you both should be spending approximately the same percentage of your annual business on your marketing advertising. I'm a retailer. I cater to, to the consumer's wants and desires. If they love swag, I'm going to make some. If the manufacturer doesn't have any, sometimes we use our own. 
Consumers will dictate mostly what we do as a company. I don't waste my time complaining about how things are. I find a way to be successful with how things are. If a time comes when consumers stop caring about this kind of stuff, then we'll pivot and stop making it and find other ways to spend those marketing dollars. That's what successful companies do. That's my one and a half cents opinion. And that's the I, truth. Yep, well done. Why is any company out there complaining? Hey, look, all due respect, Juan can't sell. I love Juan can't sell. We're friends. But, you know, he posted a picture of Bill Murray clapping and then went on about all the big companies doing it. Bro, I don't know what you're crying about. I, I, I'll promise you if I called and say, hey, what's your marketing budget for 2023? He wouldn't know. He doesn't have one. You know? And, yep. and, and if you thought that a good business model was to buy cigars from a guy who's buying cigars from another guy who's making them, and you're wondering why you're having a hard time being competitive, that's on you. I make bad business decisions. I take accountability. Ask Alex. I must have bitched and kicked myself a thousand yeah. times saying, we fucked up. Should have taken the bigger warehouse when I had the opportunity instead of one-third of it like an asshole moron that I was. My fault. I'm going to pay the price for that. Either I'm going to have to yeah. pray that one of my neighbors relocates or effectively move a warehouse I just built a year ago soon. I mean, my accountability. What, did Lou, what did Lou say? Remember Lou when Lou was in? Lou, Rothman? No, Lou, Lou was in my office. When I told him what we took, he's like, you're out of your mind. He said, what? I said, the place is huge because psychologically, I'm comparing it to the little <laughs> right. square feet. We're doing business. What, he I said he told you should triple the space, right? Yep. Literally. I literally yeah. called the landlord. We had already built the demising wall to separate the bay. I called the landlord that Monday, and they said it just got leased. Oh, shit, I'll look. I fucked it. Yeah, I fucked it. But it'll work out. It'll work crying, out. The crying about what other people are doing is just ridiculous. It's called marketing. I just I just don't understand, right? And, and I get uh, people don't want to do swipe, but I don't understand the concept of complaining or about, about people wanting things with your fucking logo on it. Right? Right, right. <laughs> like they're, 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 building a, they're willing to be a billboard for you. They're willing right. to be your billboard. <laughs> right. I mean, right. we literally give most of that shit away. Yeah. And look, and, and here's the other thing, too. And, and, and you know, cigars are, I think, are kind of a, and this may be a little philosophical, but cigars are kind of a funny thing. Because, look, as people, we like to collect things, right? People like to people collect baseball cards. I like to collect knives and, you know, history shit. And this. The thing with cigars is, we smoke them, they go away. We don't have them anymore. We gotta buy more. You know what I mean? So swag is something tangible that I have that I can show off. And it happens to have your fucking logo on it. You know, like yeah, people collect cigars, but eventually I smoke them and then they're gone. Yeah. You know, swag is is something tangible that that I have that can is part and and yeah, everybody likes swag. Everybody likes everybody, you know stuff. I, 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 and it has your fucking logo on it. And the smaller guys were applauding the statement. Oh, well, like this is some bad or evil thing. It's not the ones that need their logo on everything. It, it, it's yeah. marketing. It's 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 money that you should have allocated to spend Part in the way business. that you feel best will suit your business. Cost and of doing business. Some, yeah, if making if making some swag to give out. Is that what that company feels? I don't know why anybody is complaining or arguing about it. The people who complain or argue about it are the people who, one, don't have the money to spend because they really didn't plan on how to run a business right, or two, cheap and don't want to spend shit and don't like that they're being outplayed strategically by other people. That's it. It's the only reason why to complain about something like this. So now, yeah. 
to play devil's advocate for Wayne, what Wayne was saying in his in his post, I guess what he and you tell me is he making a distinction between when somebody's buying a product and wants something for free with it or just swag in general? Because it kind of no, sounded like he, he's he's complaining that first off, his statement is saying that retailers are claiming they can't sell cigars without swag. Bullshit. We all sell cigars all day long without swag. Mm -hmm. But when I have swag, guess what's going to move a little bit quicker than everybody else that week? Yeah. That's just the way that game is played, yeah. especially so at an event, right? I, mean, I don't believe in yeah. I don't believe in that statement. You know, I, I don't think right. I think what retailers are telling him is, "Hey, you want to help your brand? Come up with something. Let's do a promotion. Let's do some swag." That's how you market, yeah. right? You know, that's how you market. He, so remember, yeah, go ahead. He, so he's making both. So and then he's also he's also making the realization that that consumers exactly. have been exactly, yep, yeah. Consumers are, are, are have been programmed now, so this is why the retailers right. are behaving this way. Because consumers now will expect swag or everything. Who cares what they do? Right. That's, it goes that's, on. It goes on. Yeah. It goes that's on the way business. the game is now. Yeah, but it goes on every business. You go to a baseball game and they have cap day. They have you know t-shirt sure. day. It goes. It's why. Why is the cigar industry have to be exempt from what other businesses do? That's what my feeling is. I mean, I, I don't know if they're still doing it, but is Placencia still making that ashtray cigar box? I think there's. I think they're moving away from it. At least oh, okay. it's it's expensive. It's been longer, but you know, here he is talking from a company that's actually done the same stuff. I got some Francia Rocks glasses at home. So, I I don't know if they're just up late, not thinking clearly when they make statements like this or whatever. But this is not a problem. This is not something that needs to be cured in our culture, our industry. Yeah. Um, swag is shit, dude. I like swag. Yeah. We like making swag as a company. We're like, oh, that shit's cool. We got to make some. I mean, I don't know what the problem is. Alan, I'm going to suffice to say that they didn't stop making the ashtray box due to a philosophical stand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a price thing for those oh. boxes. There. Listen, I'll bet, you, I'll bet you the bottom line on what they just saved in shipping their product to the retailers. Sure, just yeah. on the weight of that box yeah. alone was substantial. But they were smart. Right. Let's let's be real. All right. So you know, here, here's the perfect answer to you, Wayne. Right. Placencia historically has failed for decades to make their own brand. Okay. They, 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 this brand that people know now, Placencia, is not their first crack at being at making their own brand. They tried a couple times, never. And oddly enough, one of the most successful cigar makers in the industry, who's made. Yep rock star brands for other people right yeah. so they decided to do it again came up with a good marketing plan came up with a good packaging plan obviously they make great cigars that's not in question but what do they do to get a foothold in the market they make this badass box that basically becomes an awesome ashtray when you're done yeah people were talking about it people bought it people got into it well you know that's it and you know what they'll still buy in the cigar i mean the Placencia cigars, a lot of those are very popular cigars. How many ashtrays? You know, they have the ashtray. They ran the course with that. Whatever reason, they got rid of it. But the cigars are still good. They're going to sell. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I had to mute. I have my two young kids in my office today. They feel like, you know, starting a, yeah. a yeah. thing over here. So <laughs> mute that. No, man, people like stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, no, no different than buying a team's baseball hat. You know, right. I mean, it's no different than it. Right. I'm, if you're going to get in a business, understand the business. Okay. Understand what budgets you need. Because most, most businesses fail because they start out 
underfinanced. They didn't even figure out how much money they yeah. really needed to endure to get the business up and going. Make sure that part of your budget is marketing and advertising. Now, it may be small the first year because you don't know where your business is going to go, but you better have some kind of marketing or advertising budget. And then you better learn how to use that wisely. It's part of business, yep. you know? And if you pick a model where you've decided this is how we're going to do business because one, you're underfunded, you know, two, you don't know exactly how to do it. And you pick a model that automatically puts you at a disadvantage where it's hard for you to compete. Don't complain about how the game is. You put yourself in that situation. That's my two cents on that topic this morning. Abe, one thing that's really interesting is we've done a lot of giveaways on Coop, right? And some of them have been gift cards and some of them have been swag. And I'm telling you, the they swag like the swag better. The sw they like the swag better. They like they like the the swag and I'm, better. Giving, I'm giving cash away. Yeah, it, it, we've gotten bigger responses to the swag. We've done a lot of stuff with Tobacco Air USA, Drew Estate, and they want JC Newman. They want the swag, is what we see. Listen, we I, I stopped sent, doing gift cards mostly for that reason. We just sent, we just sent over three hundred and fifty or sixty. No, with the with the one eight with the uh, the blackened M eighty one, it's got to be over three hundred and sixty five dollars, right? In cigars. So we just sent a package that had over $365 of cigars. And more people are, are excited and talking about the swag they got in the package and the cigars yeah. for the great smoke. I mean, Paul, I mean, Coop, you're wearing the hat and the beads right now. Yeah. I, Abe, I was telling you, when I was down in the Dominican, I was wearing last year's great smoke cap. And I had two people come up and say, what a great cap that is. Uh, from, from, you know, I told them it was from, they knew about the event, but they, were like, they commented me on that, that great smoke glass blowout cap from last year. So it, it it does get noticed. Well, next year, next year's cap, I'm either going to be a hero or zero. There's a heated debate. Oh, really? I'm already, I'm already working on next year's cap. Alex yeah, I'm not worried. It. I'm not worried. I, I think it. it's going to be a big hit. I hate it. I mean, they're going to be, listen, I'll take accountability, man. I'll take accountability. If it's a flop and people hit, it was my idea. But when I end up being a hero, I will say, I is it a dad cap like these KMA hats that Alex? Don't worry about like? what it is, Paul. You won't even be there. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know the okay. other thing, yo, Abe. You know, one another thing I think that's really cool is like one thing you've done with this the great smoke is all oh, those shot glasses, right? And it's like a collection that you can build on every right. year with like shot glasses. And I know people are into that too. I mean, you, you collect those things, and they're really. I have them. I have them in my office upstairs. Sorry, I just overrode somebody's thing. But Preston, that wasn't from us. That was really a Drew Estate thing. They came in the last minute. In fact, I'm not even sure if Coop's package had the black. It, mine, didn't it. mine didn't have it. No, because I think they Eric said, had it. What What yeah. happened was they 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 decided at the last minute they wanted to give live attendees an extra cigar when they came to the booth. And I said, Well, what about the virtual people? Because we haven't shipped them yet. And they asked us how many we had, and they sent us enough to include it in everybody's virtual pack so by the time we sent the media guys we hadn't had that cigar but that was strictly a drew estate thing and then they were kind enough to give us extra so that all the virtual people had because look there are things that manufacturers do live which they can do i mean they have the prerogative but right. there's certain there's certain stuff that people coming there live will have uh, be able to get extra do extra the activations which guys virtually don't but it was very cool because drew wanted to do this as a live event thing but it was very cool for them to throw that in for the virtual people. So that was Drew Estate. You could thank them. I appreciate it, though. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to think about it, too, is what's the what's the best 
what's the best customer that you can that you can acquire? It's it's a referral customer, right? They're they're seventy percent more likely to last longer and purchase more than once. And when you have swag that somebody's proud enough to wear, that starts a grassroots conversation with people. Like, yep. I don't know. It's a it's, it's a no brainer. The hard part is to get people to actually wear the swag that you give. I mean, listen, dude. If you want a master class in swag, Saka. just go see what just go see what Saka's doing. See what Drew I was Estate's just going to say that you beat me to oh, it. Yeah. Go, 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 yeah. Go, yeah. See what yeah. Saka's doing. See what Drew Estate's doing, and, and see if yeah. it's worthy to have some fucking allocation in your budget oh. or not. Oh, who's gonna swag. watch this ashtray? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, he's so good. Yeah, that, that's all part of the... Uh, <laughs> oh, I fed this Nicaraguan family for eight months. We <laughs> think oh, 88 hours by hand, and it's an 80-year-old grandmother with four grandchildren making one my area. Oh, we smuggled them in a donkey back. <laughs> and then he then he keeps teasing it. He's so good at the teasers where he goes. He's like, "This is uh, this is a prototype of our ashtray, but it is nowhere near finalized." Then he'll put another one up. This is just yeah. not right. It's crap. I would never give this away to people. So people, I'm people spending more money than I should. Uh, you know. <laughs> right. Oh no, he, he's brilliant. Yeah, but you know, again, you also mentioned you also mentioned Drew Estate. I mean, you know the Great Smoke spray can. I've been asked for like people who didn't go to the Great Smoke want that spray can, you know, from me. And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not giving it away. Yeah, that because that was very limited. That was that was exclusive to the Great Smoke, and that's the one that a lot of people didn't. Right, because it's part of a collection. Ke- it's part of Kevin a collection. Shane, people people like to collect regularly. He uses it regularly on the show. Yeah, he does. Look, people like to collect, man. You know? No, I think you know it, it's it's definitely it's definitely fun. I think it's a fun aspect. Now it doesn't move the needle for me in terms of a purchase, right? But that's okay. You know, for most people it does. I mean, for most people it does. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it, you know, it goes back. This is a capitalist society too. So I don't, you know, for Wayne to get upset about that, right? This is capitalism. That's how capitalism works. You 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 work you work the business to your advantage there. You work the market to your advantage. Free market. People could decide when they don't decide. When they decide they're not interested in this anymore, that's when you pivot. Like you, and that was said earlier. Right. Right. I, I don't. I don't. On you know the comment of like if we all just stop doing it, then it wouldn't be a thing. Well, yeah, but like that's like what your customers want. So yeah, maybe it'll stop. But like, why? Why? Let's just. You know, why are we spiting the, the consumer? I can't I wait yeah. to, to become friends. I was friends with Wayne on my old profile, but when I lost it, I, I'm not friends with him anymore. So I friended him this morning, but I can't wait to read just all the comments because I'm sure he got blasted with comments. Who? He got, not all, wait, everyone who? blasted him. Wait, who? Wayne's post. Like, no. I see it. no, there no, were people agreeing with him. So people like, only, giving him attaboys. That's what Everybody agreed with him other than Juan Lopez and William Cooper. And myself. Yeah, yep. we were wow. only three. I think that's right. what got me riled up. Because not only did I think this was a, just a silly, insane statement, everybody's backing it up. Huh? Yeah. Well, the good, the good, the good news is Alan that there are consumers that are smarter than that, and, yeah, I, and don't won't think, I don't think I don't go on I, that train, and, and they'll continue to be successful. Yeah, I think they're smarter. I think they're smarter than that. I don't see any. I mean, you've been doing swag for years, Abe. I haven't seen any the, the thing like this has jumped the shark yet. 
No, I don't think it ever will. It works in every industry. People love shit. Yeah. yeah. People love shit, and especially if you make cool shit. You make garbage yeah. shit, nobody wants it. Yeah, absolutely. People love cool shit. And, and listen, it's the point you have to understand, too. When you have cool shit, they don't mind buying it, even. Right. Oh, I mean, listen to me. We've sold now socialite robes two rounds for our, our social Facebook group. We made them to order, man, because it's just too hard. These robes aren't cheap. So people prepaid the toaster size. We made them to order. I get messages. People wanting us to do a third round right. of robes. I'm not in the robes business, but you want to know what? Listen, man, I look. Cigars need to sell on their merits. How the hell do you know what the merit of a cigar is? Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. You want to know what? If my consumers want what I consider to be a shit cigar, I'm going to make them and sell them a shit cigar. Because that's what we do. We are in the business of servicing people. We are in the business of knowing what the needs and wants, or there are really no needs, but what the wants of our patrons are. And if their wants is to smoke a shit cigar, I will gladly provide that for you. (laughs) And it's very easy to do it. (laughs) But that's my job. I will provide you what I would consider to be a crap cigar if that's what your, your want is. So to say that a cigar should sell on its merit, I don't even understand that statement. What merits? Who's defining what the merit is? I mean, you know, it, at the end of the yeah. day, if you're in the sit, not if you're a consumer now, but if you're in this business to sell cigars, there's only two types of cigars. It's been said a million times. Ones that sell, ones that don't. Because the ones that don't, don't keep our doors open. And we go away. And the manufacturers go away. So ultimately... In my universe, that's the only two types of cigars they are when I sit in this chair. Now, when I sit in the chairs out in the lounge, I have a completely different psychology. But when I sit in this chair, there's only two types of cigars. And I don't care what that is that the consumer wants. If I'm not smart enough to listen to them and understand what it is they want and try to do my best to provide that, then I suck at my job. If you give away... 32 like great cigars at the great smoke with what you buy. I mean, that's oh, you don't give product. away, they buy them, you buy them, but I've been saying you, you, include, you include that, you yeah. include that, right? But would if you didn't do any of the swag or anything, you, I don't think you would create that experience. That I think the event's more about the experience and getting cigars. Well, sure, because then at that think, point, we're just, we're just selling a sampler at that point, you're just selling a sampler, right? Yeah, you know, I can yeah. go, I have this now cap that I, I can remember the event by, I have, you know. You know the beads or whatever little thing it's just these little things and they kind of keep it keeps the experience going even from a couple of years ago when you did the, the uh the digital experience i mean those that was another great epic thing and it just was a little to keep carrying along with you and kind of bring back the memory of that i think people i think people really appreciate that you know what i think you know what i think and maybe it's not going back to his post just about the swag itself but you know, look, the level of swag has gotten better. So you're, you know, the guy, the guy's putting out nice leather bags and knives and hats and mini statues. You know, those guys have and pig stands. Those guys have upped the level of swag. So, you know, the days of your 50 cents cutter as your piece of swag is, is not that exciting. Right. You know, people have upped the level of swag. And I think that's good for everyone. You know, we like stuff, you know, and the cooler stuff is cool, you know, and, and, and maybe that's part of the problem. Certain, you know, smaller guys don't, 
don't want to allocate budgets to better swag and still want to get away with the you know the cheap shit when other people are putting out high quality stuff even Some great things. stuff yeah great, great stuff. stuff great yeah. stuff. stuff but even little things and i go back again to the great smoke pack the, the bottle opener I've had yeah. more people talk to me about that bottle opener than, than probably a lot of the other things because it was something a little – it was different, but it was a really good it's bottle different. opener. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Different stuff. It's it like, was, oh, this is cool. Haven't had this before. You know, right. I have a drawer right. full of 75 right. lighters. This is something different. Yeah. This is interesting. I like this. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, so you got to innovate. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you I something. That, that bottle opener was not fucking cheap. I know. No, it was a little thing. Oh, the but one it was from like, last year? No, yeah. the one, yeah, the one from year. Year. it's not, it's oh, not cheap, man. Year. Marissa was trying to talk me out of it. Well, because we could have done it, we could have done it for half the price, half, if we had just made it a white one and had one color outline print. It just right. didn't look as good, yeah. man. It, it, it just really didn't. I'm like, no, dude, we just can't do that. It's got to be the full blown one. But that bottle opener was not cheap. It really wasn't. Let me see. As you said last night, yeah, the ones that sell and the ones that don't. Huh. Alan Rubin, did anybody post a statement? Actually, good point. That's a fair point. I was just looking at that. Fair point, Alan. Absolutely. It's a fair point. It's a very fair point. Very, 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 very fair point. Wow, Alan. <laughs> Alan, Alan, wait, once in a blue moon, you might get a nugget. <laughs> once in a blue moon. You might get a nugget from Alan Rubin. Although, I'll say, in fairness to Placencia, one of the few companies that I did not get an email for a price increase yet. So I'll, I'll give him that much. Okay. Okay. Michael, to answer this question, I mean, we, you know, we, gotta, we did talk about it. But Michael, um, the event, and actually I was going to mention to you this, Alex, and we'll probably talk about it. The event is broadcast just like it, we're broadcasting this. You can watch it on our Great Smoke Facebook page, on our Smoking Facebook page, and the social life page. Everywhere. YouTube. But, but, the reason why we made this a public event, and we did it originally in 2021, was because nobody had a clue what the hell we were talking about. So we wanted, and that was really a historic broadcast. So we wanted to share it with the world. And then we did it last year, because once again, first time, my gut feeling is this may be the last year that the Great Smoke will be a public viewing. And if we do it next year, it'll be made only for people who actually are virtual ticket holders so if you don't have a virtual ticket you ain't going to be watching the great smoke next year wow, wow. food for thought Breaking yeah I, alex doesn't like it but yeah I, i'm not i have mixed feelings on it yeah i mean so do i but you know if we you know when we talk about it later i'll explain to you the reasoning behind that okay all right but we'll, we'll put that one on the shelf for now yeah yeah <laughs> I meant to talk to you last night about it, but I had the drama sidetracked last night. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I asked Abe to I believe a lot of retailers are afraid of how to do swag rights. So they just don't do it. Maybe you should offer masterclass. Well, you know, I didn't know how to do swag either. Jay, I've been doing it for 27 years. You learn along the way. You learn from people. Um, and, but, you know, and, and honestly, look, honestly, for the most part, 90% of retailers who are in this industry don't need to make their swag. They, you know, swag is an expensive process. It's easier to do when you have a following because it's hard to make 30 pieces of swag. Right. You know, it's very not cost effective making 50 pieces of swag. So until you can get to the point where you, you hey, look, we could move a few hundred of these, a thousand of these, it becomes a much easier game. Um, 
but there are things you can do on a smaller level. Um, I mean, I, I, I think swag is really a, a retailer tool. I mean, a manufacturer tool. I think it's, it's, it's something on the manufacturing level, but, um, I, I, I've been making hats and shirts all the way back to the original micro blend series. So it can be done. It can be done. It's just more costly and, and stuff on a smaller level, but that's part of the game. You know, you have to build things and sometimes things cost you more when you're smaller, but if you see a future where you're going to grow, then you, it gets there. I mean, like the great smoke, you know, thousands of people now, you know, a couple hundred people first year. We didn't care to make money the first two years. You know what I mean? It's just part of the game, but yeah, you just yeah. knew it wasn't going to yeah. be that. But you know, yeah, I couldn't be worried about making money. My my only goal the first two years of doing great smoke is everybody had to leave saying, "Wow, what a great time this was! I can't wait till next year." That was the only goal the first two years of running that great smoke. I mean, listen, hold on, it's the goal every year. But <laughs> don't get me wrong. But profitability wasn't our. We weren't even on the radar looking at profitability the first two years. We didn't want to lose our ass, but we were okay losing money the first couple of years to ensure that the experience was above and beyond. But, you know, even on, on a smaller level, I think there's room everywhere, even for a retailer, you know, look, you know, get, get somebody and, and, and go design a cool sticker, throw that sticker in the bag. Eventually yeah. you're going to see that mule. sticker pop. So cheap. Yeah, sticker so mule. Cheap. Sticker mule is so, so cheap. cheap. Yeah. Get a good design. And eventually you throw that in the bag with people's purchases. You're going to wind up seeing it on people's travel yeah. cases. They're going to slap that sticker on there. You know, you can, there's ways to start yeah. small. And, and I yeah. can't believe how our patrons go nuts over stickers, man. What do I got to do to get a sticker? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't use, well, I guess I do use stickers. I have a whole wall of them. We're always being asked for stickers on Coop. Yeah, we, ha we have them, yeah. That's, that's, and they're very cheap. To start. 29 bucks, you can get like 100. Literally. Literally. Yeah. You know, get, yeah. get as long as you get a cool design. Yeah. I have a wall full. You have a human door full. And like I said, eventually you'll still, you know, little, well, you know, they'll be on somebody's travel case somewhere. Yeah. I mean, well, t-shirts are, are the one annoying thing. and uh, T-shirts are awful. They're okay. awful because of sizes. Yes. You have to size them. That's why. I, I can't imagine, and I'm sure it's like a insanely intricate algorithm that like clothing companies use to like figure out what sizes to How produce many? and what quantities. Because I mean, it's it's nightmarish dealing yeah. with t-shirts. It is. I mean, we we do shirts for the Coop Crew. We always ask for them, but you know, again, getting sizes and keeping that it's they're expensive. For we're small, we right. can't. You know, so if someone asks for like, if we have good fans, we order a few extras and send out to the fans. But we're always we're always short on sizes. What we find even right. I mean, you don't want to have fifty, you know, two X every year around in your garage. What the fuck am I gonna do with them? You know, I either order too big or too small every year. It's a problem. I don't do a lot of them. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you're good on XLs. XLs, it's the two Xs and the mediums and the three. Where where's where's the number? Yeah, you know. Look how many people are. Want the coveted, you know, airport selfie coin? I was yeah, right. That was going to be my next the stupidest the thing. About yeah. That. yeah, yeah. People the, the, loved that thing. Yep. And there was the gold one and the silver one. I saw the so gold one was really limited. Those were not given. Those were like Drew Estate did those for for us actually. Joe, Joe Grow actually did them for us. I should say when he was with Drew Estate. Um, but we did another set. There was a set of challenge coins we did a few years ago, and most of them are gone. And there you have it. Yeah. All right. I think that's. Uh, I think we've uh, we beat beaten this horse to a pulp. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we were got, hoping we got... we'd get a text from from Wayne to come on, but 
so um we got fun stuff ahead now in hour yeah. number two all right the, the the heated stuff is over we got cool stuff ahead for you in hour number two so please don't go anywhere we'll be back right after this keep it lit Phenomenal. 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 Explore the unexplored with St. Louis Ray Carenas. Set sail to discover an extraordinary Honduran cigar deeply anchored in tradition. The St. Louis Ray Carenas features a Nicaraguan wrapper cloaked over 100% Honduran tobacco that make up the binder and filler. The St. Louis Ray Carenas in the Toro size received a 93 rating in Cigar Aficionado and was featured in their illustrious Top 25 Cigars of 2021 list. The St. Louis Ray Carenas is available in four different sizes, a Robusto, Toro, Bellicoso, and Magnum. So get ready to take a trip back in time to experience the heritage of St. Louis Ray with the St. Louis Ray Carenas. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. What is that? Looks like a big giant hole in the ground. Uh, with my father in. Hey, need any help? Ah, you don't know the truth. You don't know nothing. Well, how would I? The only time you let me come on a plumbing trip with you, you fired me after 10 minutes. Because you were incompetent. I was seven. This is my father, Mordecai. 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 And this is the story. Are you having trouble hearing on that thing? I had trouble hearing, period. Of how one small change. The new iPhone. <laughs> you see how people stare at that thing. I don't understand there's no buttons. Opened up his world. I'll teach you. I take lessons from the iPhone. In ways he never imagined. It's time you lived a little. You're an 80-year-old man. Act like it. Is this your family? Yeah. It was 1939. It was this world war. We had to leave everything. Well, I probably hard on Marvin, I know. I just wanted him to have a better life than I had. Maybe you can tap into what was missing. I work on being a father to my son. What's for the ice cream? Makes you feel like a kid again. What? Now make you feel young? <laughs> ice cream make me feel young. I'm not raised to be old man. But you are old to me. Hello! This is first iPhone call. It's nice to be young. It's nice to be old. Nice to have fun with no buttons. <laughs> it's nice to have family. What can I help you with? You are Siri? Yes, I'm Siri. Oh, Siri, that's a nice name. I keep the secret because my wife, she gets jealous. <gasps> 
Honest Dave here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. If you're wondering why everybody last year was calling it the best cigar event in the country, it was evident the day tickets went on sale. VIP tickets sold out in one day. That's right. They are all gone. Don't message us. Don't PM us. I'm sorry. There's nothing we could do. But there are still plenty of general admission tickets and virtual tickets. Once again, we'll be offering this event virtually as well as live. So for those of you who can't make it down, you'll be able to enjoy the festivities from the comfort of your own home. Michael Herklotz, Kim Keeney, and Paul DeGracco will be returning to be your co-hosts for your virtual experience. Whether you're coming down live or we're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. If you're coming down live, you'll get your package the day of the event. If you order your virtual ticket, they'll start shipping weeks prior to the event in early March. For those of you coming down, we have four full epic days of fun. We start off with Drew Estate and Jonathan Drew. Thursday night, our headquarters here in Boynton Beach. Friday night, two events. Steve Saka here at headquarters. And Evan Darnell once again returns to host our pre-event dinner with the Red Meat Lovers Club. Going off the top this year. I've seen the menu. It'll be up on the site soon. Incredible dinner. And our host, feature host this year, Michael Herklotz of Ferio Tego Cigars, who's made a very special cigar, especially for those attending the pre-event dinner. Saturday morning, we are starting early with the first ever tailgate party being hosted by the distinguished Ruffius and Eric Espinosa. There'll be a very special cigar made exclusively for that event for the first 100 attendees who go to the tailgate party. And of course, the main event will be Saturday afternoon. And then that night, after the main event, you can head back to our headquarters here. We'll have the man himself, Boofy Matt Booth, Room 101 Cigars, capping it all off with a beautiful Sunday brunch once again before everybody goes home from what we hope will be another historically, epically fun weekend. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy it from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. Welcome back, everybody, to Hour 2 of KMA, episode number 490. Honest Abe here with the KMA crew, the Italian scallion himself, Paul DeGracco, William the Scoop Cooper, and the man they call the goat, Alex Tavella. Now, we got a lot of fun stuff for you in store in Hour 2, but, but, like I said, when we, we talked about the whole first hour, and I don't want to beat this horse to death, but I reached out to Wayne because we had a good relationship and we've kind of been on the other side of a debate before. And I was hoping he was up early and I could get him on the show. So I got a text during the break. So in our green room, waiting to come on, yes. other than Wayne Clark himself from Plincencia Cigar. Uh, welcome to the show, Wayne. There he is. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good so morning. We're going to keep this quick. Because I'm pretty sure you're out of the loop. I don't know if you've read my reply to your Facebook post um, yet. But we talked about this for the first hour. And I just want you to hear what your point of view is on why that post was made and, and my comments on it. So I completely disagreed with you. So let me give you a uh, a, a quick synopsis on what our base 
basically all kind of agreed on, on this kind of position, right? Marketing and advertised dollars is, is it needs to be, it, it has to be, if you're basic business, a budget of any company and how that money spent is based on that company. Some may find it to use ads, some may find it to do other things, but marketing is marketing. Most people, and unfortunately, especially the smaller ones, don't have a marketing budget or one so small that they don't even know how to use it effectively. Swag is nothing other than part of a marketing expense. Me as a company, I, we make swag. We make our own branded stuff. I got one here. I got a cup on the table somewhere. Um, work on our, you know, our smoke and lighters. It's how I choose to spend my marketing dollars because at the end of the day, the consumers dictate how we're going to behave and the consumers love swag, especially good swag. That's the business I'm in, providing consumers what they want. And if you make good swag, they seem to want it. Not sure if it's a problem in the industry, but me also as a company, I love the fact that I got people out there who are happy and proud to wear a smoking shirt, a smoking robe, a smoking hat, use a smoking lighter, smoking cutter. I don't feel this is an industry problem. And I don't know why you feel this, especially when I have an ashtray at my house that it's basically a cigar box that Placencia made. I got two rocks glasses from the Great Smoke last year that have Placencia's logo on it. You know, I don't know. I didn't understand what the point of your post is. And then I even get more upset when I see all these people agreeing, especially like, I mean, another friend of mine, you know, I, I, listen, I, as a friend, I feel like I have to tell the truth no matter what, even if you don't like what I got to say, one can't sell who's up there applauding and talking about it. But basically, look, dude, I'll bet you my left testicle, if I called one and said, what's your marketing budget for 2023? He doesn't even have a number. I bet you it's not even a line item on his book, on his, on his uh, uh, balance sheet. So, yeah, and then, you know, and then if you, like I said earlier, if you think that you, your great business model was to buy cigars from a guy who's buying cigars from another guy and thought that, wondering why you can't be competitive, that's the problem. So we kind of talked about this today because I went on a little rant this morning because I just didn't understand that post. So as always, I tried to reach out to you before the show because I don't want, you know, I'd rather hear it from you. We, we, we've had our debates before on KMA Radio. So when you messaged me during the break, I said, listen, you got time to pop on for five minutes? Let's hear what you have to say about that. And that's basically, if I missed any good point, any points guys bring it up, I think. No, no, you, you, that was a good nutshell. Yep. That, that yeah. sums up our first seems, hour. Seems there. like yeah. a, seems like a pretty good, pretty good synopsis. I haven't seen your, your uh, reply yet. Uh, well, I, I always seem to be on the other side of, uh, other <laughs> side of the coin. Of the, uh, <laughs> some, some, Listen, I'll, that's I'll, okay. I'll, Coop's, Coop's been on that side for years. Point. Yeah, I, I do it at all time, Lane. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen, guys, my, my point isn't so much that companies are, are, you know, spending too much money on marketing. Everybody has a marketing budget. That's, that's business 101. You have to have a marketing budget. My point is that over the last several years, over the last uh, specifically, more or less the last 10, 10 plus years, uh, it's gotten almost obnoxious where the companies are giving out perceivably more swag than the cigar that was purchased. So for instance, if I buy a $200 box, I get this whole pile of swag a mile high. And, and the perception is in the industry that that's the way that cigars need to be sold. I don't my, my thought is that right. that's not the way cigars need to be sold. Yes, it's a great bonus. Listen, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Placencia shirt, and and yeah. let let me caveat this by saying this is not uh, 
this is not a position of of my company or the company that I represent. This is a position of me, Wayne Clark. So if I'm on a national radio show, I want to make sure that that's 100% out there. We have swag, uh, but it's it's gotten to the point of 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 almost being obnoxious when when you go into a retailer and and the the first request isn't uh from from a consumer the first request isn't hey man what have you got for a cigar it's what do i get when i buy the cigar what 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 what's my incentive to buy your cigar other than hey how is the cigar that's kind of the point that I was making is that we've conditioned people in this industry. We've conditioned consumers to the point where it's an expectation rather than a bonus. Okay. So I just want to clarify one, we don't experience that, but typically when we have an event, we do have giveaways. I don't think that's the everyday business model, Wayne, but I think they've become customary. If you're going to have an event and call it an event, it should be event worthy and event worthy shit should have something being given away. I mean, I think that's the model. And I don't think consumers are telling you they don't know how to sell cigars without giving stuff away. I think what they're telling you is if you're going to do an event, this is the recipe that's been working. Because the guys who come weak, their events are weak. You know? And if Drew Estate decides to, hey, we're not going to waste all... Sorry, Jay Davis, but we're not going to waste all this money going to a PCA show. We're going to find other ways to use that money and if they decide, hey, we're going to make a bunch of swag, and I'll tell you something right now, and I have to tell you, everybody wants their swag. That's, I don't that's, think that's I bad. I, I don't think that's bad for the industry. And I don't think the consumers, I don't think consumers are, listen, we all know there's different levels of consumers, right? There are guys who want everything for nothing, cheapest price, don't really care. But I don't think consumers are being swayed by swag. Now, if they like a brand that they normally smoke, and hey, if I buy this brand now, I'm going to get this cool thing free. Would I maybe buy it when I'm not really ready or need it right now? Yeah, that's what that stuff kind of does. But no one's going out and changing brands or whatever, uh, you know, or because some swag item. I think swag is a good marketing tool. And at the end of the day, I said it during the break. Look, I'm in the service of providing people what they want. When the consumers stop wanting swag, we'll stop making swag. But you know what? If my consumers come in and they want what I consider to be a crappy, shitty cigar, I'm going to happily sell them a crappy, shitty cigar because that's the business I'm in. That's business. I don't know what dictates the merits of what a good cigar is because I can't judge it on my merits because I go broke. You know, I don't like half of what I sell. I can't judge it on my merits. You know, that's not how I run a business. The guy who sits in this chair and the guy who sits in the lounge out there are two completely different people. So, you know, that's where we're at. So I don't know. You, you have a chance to read my button. I get it, but I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a good marketing tool. I think Alex and some of the other guys in here said it best. I'm happy to have, we're happy to have somebody walking around a billboard with our name, our company name and logo on it. They're team Drew Estate. They're going to be team Placencia. Do you, do you really think there's money better spent in marketing than having your consumers or your fan base walking around with your logo on it? Absolutely not. It's better than spending any money in Cigar Aficionado or Snob or any of the magazines, any of the blogs. Like it's, it's. I'm, I'm not opposed to swag. So, so it's maybe, maybe you, you uh, uh, misunderstood my post. What, what I, what I am opposed to is the expectation that a cigar can't be sold without swag. 
See, there, there's, I, a big, there's a big difference there. I'm not, I'm not opposed to swag. I just want to clarify, though, when you say that. Are you saying on a day-to-day -day basis? Are you saying, like, at an event? No, at, at, at an event. Even Most most people have, have the expectation that at an event, they're going to receive something. Which I don't which, I don't think that's an unfounded expectation. That's what an event is. If you don't do, if you don't do something above and beyond your day-to-day -day ordinary business, then what the fuck's the event? You just open it you're open for another day of business. That's all that is. The right. if you're going to have something that you're going to call an event in my opinion, you need to do something special above and beyond. Otherwise, you don't have an event. It's just another day you're open. So I don't know if I, I mean, I, I do know. I completely don't agree that that is a fair. I, I, I think that's fair for consumers to feel that way because otherwise, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? You just, you're basically calling something event and want them to come in and spend money, which they normally do every day. So I, I don't know. I don't know when if that's a really a fair assessment or a realistic thing for you to think that is not fair for the consumer base. If I'm going to something as a consumer, and typically when I try to figure out whether something's crazy or stupid or right, I, that's what I do. I'm going to something called an event. I'm expecting an event. I'm not expecting it to be the normal day that I go to a cigar shop. You, you does that not make sense? It, it, it does. It, it makes it makes sense. I've gone to plenty of events over the you know past twenty years uh, and got some really nice swag from. Jura State, <laughs> General, and you know all, all these guys. You know, so I, I again, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to to that model. What I am opposed to is we've conditioned the consumer to 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 to, and and I'm not going to beat a dead horse because uh, <laughs> clearly we disagree. But it's okay. Um, but my my point is that when you take when you take that consumer the consumer mindset and then the, that that consumer mindset spills over to the retailer because the retailer wants to sell that cigar and they're featuring your cigar when when the expectation is that you you need swag to sell a cigar and and i've heard plenty of people on the road say this oh i can't sell this cigar because i don't have swag well it's that's because we've conditioned the consumer to believe that the swag is equally as important as the cigar rather than the cigar standing for itself. So it's, it's a double-edged sword. Nugget drop of the day. Are you ready, Wayne? Let's go, brother. The manufacturers didn't condition the consumers. The consumers conditioned the manufacturers. That's the point you're missing. You feel like the consumers conditioned the, the manufacturers have conditioned. The, no, the consumers have conditioned the manufacturers. They have made them feel now we can't do an event unless we're giving something away, and that and that's what happens because we we are dictated by what they want. We if, if let me let me tell you something. If people didn't line up and go to events because they drew a state pig or drew a state this or drew that, drew a state would stop making that shit. <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't matter what conditioning they want to do. I I, I will I will be the first to admit, Abe, when uh, you have officially converted my opinion <laughs> Listen, and i i believe that you are spot on i i want to say this i commended you i commended you um when we talked about you the first hour because in all my years when i get into these kind of debates i always invite them to come on kma radio because one it's only fair that you speak your mind i mean why should i sit here and rant and not give somebody they always say no 
We have many people who still say no to us on a regular basis that Abe is like, anytime they want to come on, we'll come on and debate what we've, what we've argued about. They all you, run. Not only, you not only came on the last time we had a debate, we became friends, you know, yeah. and we hung out afterwards and look at this. You know, I text you in the morning. He messages me back during the break. I said, look, man, we just talked about it, but we're in the break. If you want to hop on, you can hop on right now. I will give you a chance to hear, you know, so we can hear your opinion. And I love you for that. And that's what makes you an awesome human being in my book, bro. Because most people don't even have those kind of balls. So no, a lot cool. of respect. We all said it. We all thank, said thank it. Thank you, guys. Sure. You know, and, uh, and at the end of the day, it's not about being right or wrong. This is my feeling. This is your feeling. It's both respectable. And and we're true grown men that can disagree. That's, 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 that's something in the world. That's something in the world that's totally missing is people feel like we always have to agree on shit. And we absolutely. don't. This is my I, opinion. This is your opinion. I get where you're coming from. And I get the frustration, but this is my perspective on your feelings because I see it from a different pair of glasses. Absolutely, the retail glasses, which I can't see. I don't have. So, which I've guess said what? Next I've time said it. From, Wayne, sorry, Paul. Go ahead. Next, next time Wayne comes into your shop, you guys are going to sit down and and chat and smoke cigars together and be pals, even though you disagree on shit. So it's that's, supposed that's to be. That's the biggest thing. That's the best part. That's the yeah. best part of this business, brother. That's the way. That's the way. It's. That's the way. Are you eating during the show, dude? Well, I wanted. I wish I had popcorn. Popcorn. So I. So I settled for a, for a protein bar. Christ. He's I'm living just enjoying life, the show, bro. Cigar eating. But no, man, I, I, I really appreciate you, Wayne. Got a lot of respect, got a lot of kudos for you, and and the fact that Absolutely. hey, look, man, it, 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 look, I've said it for many years. Every good manufacturer. Should go hire a successful retired retailer as a consultant for their company because most of them don't have that perspective and it's missing in a lot of the things they do because ultimately their success is based on a lot on what the retailer is going to do so understanding what his needs are and his the, the retailer is half the time their direct conduit to the consumer it's an important part of the process it often gets missed but wayne i know it's saturday morning i know it's weekend thank you for coming on thanks once for having again, me guys once Good again, luck much, great smoke. Much You're gonna kill it. Thank you, brother. All right, take care. Take care, Wayne. Bye, man. How do you like them cookies, man? He, he came I, on. He came on. Shout out to Wayne. Yeah, absolutely. I wish I. Had you may have converted him. No, you know what happens is I see I his frustration, though. Yes, like, I, I see, see his too. frustration. I see his frustration, especially because look, half the time when I'm dealing with a guy like Wayne or somebody on his level, a little bit below the level. They're frustrated because their company yeah. ain't doing the stuff that the other companies are doing. So does it put a guy like Wayne in a disadvantage? Yeah, it does. But that's that's your company's fault. It's not the consumer's fault. The, the people that you work for need to find a way to stay relevant and competitive in whatever the market's dictating at the time. And the, mar the market's dictating that events need swag. Events need swag. Swag it is, right. Absolutely. Swag it is. Absolutely. But I also do like their those Placencia cigars, that Alma Fuerte. I like. Of course, no, they make, yeah. Listen, Swag isn't going to sell a bad cigar. Make no, no mistake. It's not make Swag's not making a brand. No, no. it may no, get no, you to no. buy or try something once. Right, and you know something? I, I, it's funny because the brands that I'm loyal to, I don't have Swag from them. Right, I'm, I'm a huge uh, Dunbarton guy. I don't have one piece of Dunbarton Swag here. But that's why it's so. That, don't do it Abe. again. Not that's yet, why he's. It's done not it time so yet, Abe. Yeah. It's not time look at, yet. Look at Fuente. Fuente doesn't give away sweat, but people buy that. They sell that stuff separately at a store. They don't. They, need right. To, yeah. Right. They have glasses yeah. and. Well, and yeah. Placencia, by the way, they do sell swag on their site, and from what I understand, they 
it's a charity thing they do with that too. What? They donate that to charity. So I kind of get that. That's what their company chose to do with their swag. It's a little different. All right. I don't even know where we are in the show anymore. This show's kind of gone. You gotta name that jam, bro. Name that That's, jam. Thank you, thank you very much. I think I got a good I have to get back on the timeline. It is time yep. to name that jam. <laughs> I think it's a good one this week. I think this is a riff that you all know, but I don't know that everybody can name the song and artist. All right. Abe. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <Wait laughs> I got a PM. Wait till I see. <laughs> you, you have a haircut today? No, 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 no. All right. We, we need to have a little powwow after. Speaking this. of which, I'll be you, late you on one. You I'll were be worried we wouldn't have stuff to talk about today. Because <laughs> I'm going to get my hair cut on Wednesday morning. Just so you know. I'm going to, okay. go to, I'm going to get my hair cut Wednesday, 8 o'clock at night. Is, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assume he's coming to you. At this yeah. No, no, I'm going to go there. I'll be at the fairground. I'll be at the mm -hmm. fairground. So I'm joking? just going to drive over from but the anyway, I, th I think this is a good one. I think you all know the riff. I don't know if you'll be able to name it. Coop, maybe. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Right. Why am I? Bad to the bone. Like, no, to the bone. Eric, you're right. You're right. <laughs> bad to the bone. George Taylor, good. I don't think it's bad to the bone. I no, think it's not it's bad to the bone. King. It's not bad to the bone. Oh, BB King. BB King. Yeah. It's King. Give it another whirl, Paul. Wow. Yeah, I do know the riff. I I'm gonna stick with BB King, but I don't know the song. Coop, you are you, are you are you stumped? I'm actually a little stumped on this one. So well, we got a couple, the, got a couple of guesses. So to the people, so some people have the artist right, but still have not named the actual song. It's not BB King. No, it's not BB King. Yeah. Nope. Uh it's Thorogood. Right. Oh, it's Thorogood. It's Thorogood. No, no, no. No. It's not I, I thought I thought it was Thorogood. Then when I heard it the second time around, I don't think it, it's not Thorogood. No, it's not Thorogood. No. All right. Well, let's 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 see what the jam got was. Me. Buddy. You got me. All right. I'm a man. I'm a rolling stone. We had a, we had I one guy that like got, it, got it. Good job, Alex. Yeah, Marcus got it. Marcus got good it. Good job. Good job. But but and in fairness, you can did see. Play, did we play the see, intro for in that gym? Yeah, we yeah. did. We did. Oh God, I, must, were, uh, got, I was reading but, the text. But you can see the the influence of Muddy Waters in the George Thorogoods and yeah. Oh, absolutely, that bluesy type of music. Yeah. Well, that's like a that's yeah that's a traditional blues thing. That's a great. Man, that was man, a great man. one, Alex. That was good. Because it's like it was. Figured, I'm like killing. Kill everybody know. knows it. Everybody knows it. Everyone knows it. But that's that's what makes a good name that jam. Good, good job. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are we ready? Great job. To Once again, another fine segment of Name That Jam brought to you by the fine folks at Avo Cigars, creating masterpieces eloquently with cigars and tobacco for decades. That's 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 the tagline that Paul likes. I like, yeah, I like that massively. You 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 did one one time where it was like massively combining the art of music with the fine art of cigars. Yeah, something like that. It was so off good. the cuff, off the cuff, yeah. off the cuff. <laughs> All right. So do we do we want to discuss? I mean, we're getting short on time. Do we want to skip the whole FDA thing? And go right into known for. Yeah. Or do you want to? Do yeah. I, I think we yeah. can always talk about the FDA thing. On, on I don't think the FDA is more than a three minute conversation. It's we're all gonna. Let's go for. Let's have you want to have some fun. Let's have some fun. I mean, it's been. Let's have some fun. It's uh. Let's have some fun. Yes, I am smoking. I I put it on earlier. I am smoking the full up. Looks like a nice cigar. Looks like a nice that's pretty good, right. man. Is that, how you, good. is that how you present it, Alex? Uh, Alex? No, 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 dude. It's the first time we're doing it. It's just a time. It's a new story. segment. New segment. I'm just putting a title a there, little... you know. So here's how this works. We're going to play a little game, right? And I am going to ask these gentlemen, or I am going to give them each a actor. And I am going to have the IMDB website pulled up. And on IMDB, every actor has a has four films that they are, quote, known for on IMDb. And uh, they are going to have to guess, and we'll start, each one will go individually, they're going to have to guess the four films that the actor is known for. If they get one wrong, I will then give them the dates of the films that they haven't hit yet. And if they get it wrong again, it gets, skips over to the next person, and they get a chance for the steal to win that point. You know so what's funny? So I'm going to do probably one person. This seemed harder when you talked about last night, so we did a little test run last night. And I thought I did pretty good. I rocked it last night, but I bet you I'm going to suck today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I bet you I'm going to suck today at this. So, who wants to start? I'll start uh, to get it over with. You're the, right. you're the, you're the host. Paul will start. Paul will start to get it over with. Let's so, 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 just to be clear, um, Coop and I are silent right now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we unless I don't him. get it, which I may get nothing. I, I don't know who he's going to give me. So it may just that's if I don't know, Alex, then you give me years, which means nothing to me. And then it goes to them. Correct. But correct. like family, but like family feud, we can come in for the steal. Yeah. Yes. Once Paul misses, we'll go. So after Paul, after Paul, if he misses, we'll go Coop and then we'll go Abe. All um, right, Paul. Making it clear. My phone is going over here. Yep. Hands are up here. Our hands are here. So. No one can see it. Your actor, Paul, is Joe Pesci. Ooh. All right. So what's he known for? I would say on IMDb, they would put Casino. Incorrect. Oh. So now do okay, they get to so, or do I get to guess another one? So do you want the dates? Uh, no, because Goodfellas is on there, I'm sure. Okay. Goodfellas is one. It's I'm going to give you the dates. There, it's worth noting that one of my favorite I'm going to give you the dates. 1980. Okay, go ahead. 1992 and 2019. I, I think I could I think I could steal this one. I, you might have to. I, it's worth noting that one of my favorite Joe Pesci movies that's not going to be on there is Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. Incorrect. Thanks it's for the sign. Is, is he done? Is he silent? Yes, I'm done. <laughs> Coops yeah, up. Done. Coops up. Uh, lethal weapon two. Incorrect. Wow. 
Wow. Abe, right. can I Abe, steal, Abe, Abe goes for it, man. For can it. I steal? Yes. My cousin Vinny. Correct. Good one. Keep going. There's two Home, more. We Home have nineteen. No, incorrect. Uh, we only got two out of four for Joe Pesci. We are missing Raging Bull. I can't believe you got. Uh, and and the Irishman and the Irishman. Yeah, somebody. Oh, I would have never Irishman. thought the Irishman. Too new. 2019. I should have known that one. 2019. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> No. All right. Oh yeah, I forgot to listen to the year that would have gave it up. Yeah. All, right. All, right. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's move over to Abe. Abe, you get Robert De Niro. Ah. Ooh. A lot of films. It sounds easy, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be real hard, dude. Get coming a million movies. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this game's not so easy. Not well, especially so with easy. this guy. This guy's got a plethora of fucking great movies. And you know, he hasn't stopped fucking making them. Nope. Um I know I'm gonna fucking blow this on the first guess. Um I mean I I'm 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 so tempted to say the movie you just mentioned. Um yeah. Oh gosh. Mean streets. Uh, is that a guess? No, 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 no. I, I, the problem is, is which which ones are they claiming he's known for? Right. That's the thing. You know, I don't necessarily. You may not necessarily agree with the list, but this is their list. Who's in the uh, back door? It's always it never fails. You you, on, gave me a, you you gave me a really hard one, dude. Bro, Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert De Niro. I mean, it's a layup. Come on. You think it's a layup? The guy's got so, fucking. You can, yeah, but this is. I think it's this. Not, I don't think it's. I think you can get deeper into okay, this. It's got to be Ra Raging Bull's. Got to be in there. You gave me a Raging layup. Bull. Yes, you have Raging Bull. Okay. Okay. I have to okay. say Mean Streets. Mean Streets is on there. Yes. Nine wow. Streets. There you go. No, what I was afraid of, I didn't know which way I wanted to go, so I just had balls. I thought it'd be one of those two, but you know, oh man, once upon a time in America, is that a guess? No, <laughs> taxi driver, taxi driver. Yes, that's three. You got one left. Wow. Michael, it's Abe's dress because I am a movie geek. I yeah. grew up renting as a kid. I could, you know, eight, 19 years old, walking to the video store and renting six movies every weekend. I was a movie geek. So I, I, I really should be good at this. Um, fucking Robert De Niro. You know, the problem is I know it's one of my favorite movies, Once Upon a Time in America, but I don't think that's what he's going to be known for. I fucking don't want to say meet the parents. Ah, fuck, it's too geeky. Um, I feel like you have to have one of those in there, though. One of those, you know, geeky movies that he's done. Dude, I, I mean, here's the problem. I want to see movies I love, like Midnight Run. But Midnight Run is not going to be on there. Not at all, yeah. Oh, what the fuck movie? I, I'm just going to have to guess it at this point. Um. Oh 
fuck me. M meet the parents. That is incorrect, but that is I only did. your first strike. So you're going to get the year. The year is oh, okay, 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 okay. The year, I get a strike. Okay. The year is 1991. Oh, okay. So meet the parents. What the I think fuck I know came it. out in 1991? Oh, I know it. I know this one. This is. Oh. Who gets to steal first, me or Coop? You Ooh. get to steal first, Paul. Was it fucking? Mm, no, I think no. Heat was later. Heat was way after 1991. That's going way back. What the fuck? Oh, the villain movie. Oh, with the cigar. Cape Fear. Abe goes four for four. On there that. you go. Nice. Listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. That fucking year, I didn't think it would be relevant, but it helps because I was tempted to say Heat. And there's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess right, somebody says Goodfellas, but which wasn't on there. Oh, I didn't say I didn't say Goodfellas. No, or or Casino, or Casino, which neither. Which well, I knew Cape Fear would be on there. Yeah, Cape Fear. I was thinking. All right, Coop is up. No, the year is good. The year is good. Coop what, is up. What? Somebody, anybody know when Heat came out? Because I was going to say Heat. I don't know. He's like 94, 90. I'd say, yeah. No, after, I think it's later than that. May, maybe even later. May, yeah, yeah, maybe later. 96, 94. I, I can't believe uh, I didn't see fucking casino. Why'd I black out on that? All right, Coop. Al Pacino. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Scarface. Incorrect. No. no. Wow. Here's your. No. Here's your Here's okay. your dates. Your, your dates will help you. 1973, oh, 1972, 1975, and 1990. Wow. Serpico. Correct. Ooh, really? Yes. Yeah, I'd never get this yeah. one. Godfather. That's 1973. Yes, Godfather is 1972. So Correct. now you have left. 1975 and 1990. The last one, 1990 is tough. I'm going to say that. Tough. I would have never got the Serpico. All right. I'm going to throw this one out there. I, I can't believe Scarface wasn't on there. Yeah. Scarface was not on there. So Abe actually wins this round of known for Good job. five points to Coop's four wow. off of off of Paul Steele on Joe Pesci. Wow. Well done. I would, have never, I would have never, ever, ever gotten Al Pacino's. That was, hey, that's I a mean, fun I, time. I, I was, that's that a fun was, time I, killer, I, right? I just know 1990 because I saw I remember going to that movie with my wife. In 1990, the year we got married. Dick Tracy. That's why I, I knew that. But I was thinking it could have been Godfather 3 because that came of out. all the movies. So of I wonder if Warren Beatty shows up. I wonder if Warren Beatty shows up for Dick you, Tracy. You know what's funny is, is that, like, I want to say movies I like. That's the problem. I wanted to say Heat. I would have said, I really want to say Heat for both Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Yeah. Right. I'm tempted to say movies that I like. But but again, I, Dick, Dick Tracy I was wonder, Scarface. I can't, I, wonder, I can't. I wonder what. Yeah. I mean, Scarface. See, this I, is I, the problem. You want to, you want to do another round? I can go do ahead. another round. Here, here I have a question because 
36 right. after. There's no universe in which I can think that Al Pacino's not known for Scarface. Does anybody know what the parameters they're using for and what's known for? Is it box office dollars? Is it because that helps too? I because don't know. How yeah. can Al Pacino not be known for Scarface? I would have never got Dick Tracy if he didn't tell me the year. I'm going to tell you how, irre how irrelevant did you think that was when he goes, oh, I'll give you a year. Who gives a fuck about it? But it actually helps. It helped, yeah. Do you want to go another round? We got time. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So who started? Abe started? I started. Paul started. Paul started. All right, back to Paul. Oh, Christ. I'm not good at this game. This is fun. No, this is this is gonna be all right. <laughs> no, I mean I have them down, but this is tough. And and TV does count for this, just so you know, Paul. Oh shit, that makes it worse. Yeah. Not not well known for okay. Oh, this is tough. I don't know if you're gonna get any of these. You should, um, you, you should just keep known for for movies. Mickey Mouse. makes it hard. Give him Mickey Mouse. James Gandolfini. Oh, well, the Sopranos. Okay. What the fuck oh is that? gosh. He yeah, this is a tough he one. He did a couple of movies that I've seen. One was something to do with Christmas. Um, shit. Well, you know what? He's probably uh, he was in a mob movie. But he wasn't a, a key figure. Uh, this is a tough one. What's give the movie where he played like a gay guy? I'll give, I'll give it, take a strike. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I ain't going to be able I'm, to I'm, I'm blank on this one, too. Yeah, yeah Gandalfini's tough. All right, you have 2001, 2012, and 2013. Was there a movie where he was like a gay guy or a soft uh, uh, he was like Yes. A, yeah. Yes. That's, what was uh, that movie? Is that one of the four? 2013. 2000, and there's I think a Christmas so, And you're right. There's a Christmas movie in there. Yeah, I saw that one. Wait, he's he's in, but he's also in some a big movie as a small role. Like, it's yes. not Goodfellas, but one of those types 2001, of 2001, 2001. What the hell movie was it? I, I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm, was it 8mm? Jay no, Davis? He was no. not in 8mm, I don't believe. Coop, you're up. You got 2001... 2012 and 2013. I'm, I'm stumped. Abe? He was a little tougher than I thought. Yeah, I, I don't know. You stumped? All right, so 2001 was the Mexican. I, I'm pretty sure that was with I, Brad Pitt, and he kind of got beat up a little that. bit. Then you I have Killing that. Them Softly, which was like the movie, I believe it came out after he died. And um, enough said, which was that I was yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think there was a All Christmas right. movie in there too, yeah. James so Gandolfini was not in True Romance, was he? I don't think so, no. I mean, that's know. one of my favorite movies of all time. Do I really not remember him being in True Romance? I'm looking at All right, Abe, you ready? Yeah, shoot. Jack Nicholson. Uh, you such a cocksucker, bro. Well, you know, it's kind of one of these things, I think. Either you're going to give somebody great who's got tons of great movies, or you got a guy like James Gallofini, you can oh, barely right. think of four movies. Right. Uh, well, I got I'm, the years are going to help, but let me just go to what I think is going to be the town. Oh, fucking Chinatown. One floor is a cuckoo's nest. I, I would guess that, the second one. Oh. 
Okay, I'm going to say one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That is correct. I'm going to say Chinatown. That is correct. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. As good that's as it good. gets. Correct. I thought that's wow. one you might miss. Nah, that one was that was the modern one. This fourth one I'm going to have a hard time with. There's a lot for the fourth one. The date will help you. Uh, fuck, man. It's and James crazy. Gandolfini wasn't true. Oh, 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 oh. The Shining. Incorrect. Fuck. Ooh. 2006 is your year. Oh, wow. God, how is The Shining not on there? I thought I really nailed that one. I got your toe. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie. 2006. I love Did you look some, it up, Paul? No. I love, I love me some Jack, too. No, I was looking up Gandolfini because he was in True Romance. He was Sure you were. Sure you were. Sure you were, Paul. Hands, hands on the camera. Um, fuck. Jack Nicholson. I got to say. Oh, that's another. I'm looking at the comments stupidly. There's something. Uh, what year was it? 2006. I can only think of one or two movies around then. Oh, man. I, I, I know it's not it. Uh, so, Can't Be Witches of Eastwick. That's way before. Yeah, that's the 90s. Or yeah, way before. 80s. That's late 80s. Is, is it that movie with Adam Sandler? That's what I'm thinking. This, I can't remember what it's called. The Helen Hunt movie skip was as good as it that, gets. That's as good as it gets, yeah. Um, what's that movie called where he's the therapist? Inger Therapy? Close. It's not that. Uh, Inger Management. Is that the, incorrect? Ah. What, what is it? Paul, Paul, you get a steal. You got a steal? I don't know. I'm going to guess something around that time about Schmidt. Oh. Incorrect. What you was correct? What year was it? 2006. Coop. Cooper. Somebody think of, I just don't think he's known for this. Is The Departed. That is correct, Coop. Oh, wow. I thought, in that movie. I thought it was going to be Batman. I had, anger Batman. I had anger management at the top of my head, too. Uh, Batman right. was 83 or 89. Yeah, it's true. Way before 2006. Way before 2006. Fucking right, The Coop. Departed. Another great movie. Oh, that is a great I, movie. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't close you, it. You, Coop, you need three to tie, a sweep to win. Okay. And your pick is Marlon Brando. Oh. The Godfather. Correct. Apocalypse Now. Correct. Got to be. Superman. It's hard. Incorrect. Your oh. dates are 1954 and 1972. Oh. I can steal this one. Could probably steal. I don't know. His Godfather Ooh, was seventy-two. I don't know. Nineteen fifty-four and nineteen seventy-two. I can't. You're gonna kick it. yourself for one for sure. Yep. That's the one I'm stealing with. I'm out. All right, Abe. A streetcar named Desire. Incorrect. Oh, jeez. Oh, Isn't that the movie Stella? Yeah. No. That's no, the it's only not. one I'm. No, it's not. Oh, that's then not I got confused. I got my. Oh, that's not Stella. 
Um, Paul, guess. I don't know if this is a movie, but Stella is from the Glass Menagerie. No, incorrect. Stella is from On the Waterfront. That's what 1954. it is. Nineteen fifty-four. Uh, yes, and the and the other yeah. movie is Last Tango in Paris. I, I uh, crossed I crossed my brain. I knew the movie. Yeah. I got the I, name I, wrong. But so I was getting thrown off at seventy-two around Godfather. That's why I was like, Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as you said Abe, the year, Abe I, wins I by a point. Eight Good job, seven Abe. Bowls, dismal two. I am um, as soon as I, I as soon as you said the year I knew what the movie was, but I crossed the name. I even said yeah, the yeah. scene. I mean, it's yep. an iconic scene. Yeah. Yep. Listen, right, to not go, a bad to game, Alex. Not a bad game. No, it was good. good. To go back, Gandolfini was in True Romance. He played Virgil. Oh God, I didn't remember. I've seen that movie hundreds of times. Yeah, I mean, well, I probably haven't seen that movie since The Sopranos came out, but I saw it a hundred times prior to The Sopranos. That's why probably I can't piece it together. All right. Let's see. It is here. time. Is it, is, are we doing tail of the tape? Or, oh, no. We got to do the scoop with Coop. We do the scoop. Yeah. Tell us what's going on, William Cooper. It's time for the scoop with Coop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar coop.com. All right. There's a lot of stuff this week. I'll try to wait, go wait, through it. Wait, wait, before, before, before you go any further, I, I, there's a debate here. I need to verify this. Is Stella from a streetcar named Desire or on the waterfront? It is It is a streetcar named Desire. All right. So I did have the right movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Okay. okay. All right. There you go. Sorry, Coop. Go right ahead. All right. Uh, we got lots this week. I'll try to go through them quickly. But first, we got to start off with our subsegment, the STG Cigar of the week. We, really. we need Duffy for this one. Cigar of the week. Yeah, I can get him to do it next time I send him some copy. Right. Um, so um, this is, I guess, the first new project post. Well, not it's not really the first new one, but this is a post uh, STG acquisition for Room 101. Uh, they announced a return of the Daruma. So the, the Daruma was a one of those. It was one of those Room 101 uses very iconic one of the more popular ones. Uh, they're bringing it back in a limited release. Um, it's, but it's being done completely different. It's not the same blend. Um, they are doing an all Nicaraguan Puro um, this time with this cigar, where the last ones, they were that was when he was doing with Davidoff. So it's all Nicaraguan Puro, and it's being manufactured at Oliva Cigar. Not Oliva Tobacco, but Oliva Cigar. Um and uh, it's going to be in one size, a 6x50 Toro, which I believe they're calling the Rantler. Um, this is all we've seen of this cigar so far, just basically an image, a mock-up image of um, this cigar. It was, it was actually being talked about at TPE this year. Um, but it will be coming out sometime in the spring. Pricing is at $12.99 a cigar. Ship date uh, still to be announced, but we're expecting it to be in the spring. So... The rumor is coming back for a at least a limited run. It sounds like it's it is pretty. I I like that package. It's sexy. Yeah, that's, that. that's Matt. Yeah. It, but it is going to be a different cigar. That's the one thing to keep in mind. It's not going to be the same the rumor that you were smoking ten years ago. So it's it's and it's, a, it's a it's a Ranfa a Ranfla Ranfla yeah. Oh, so it's a Toro size. It's so, a Toro size. So 
Interesting. The Namakubi had a ram flow that was kind of like a perfecto-ish type. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was Ramflow has been used in a few of his lines, and I, I'll be honest, right. I can't remember which is which on that. Uh, but he he brought back Namakubi uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but again, right, he, right. it was redone um, differently. But this is one. I kind of thought the whole interesting thing is STG is doing this thing at Oliva. So it maybe right. was something that was in the works already beforehand. And this is what, like 12 and change coupe, I think? 1299. 1299. So I, mean, I think, you know, the I'm glad he's bringing back the concept. I'm curious to see what the blend's going to be like, uh, how much it's close. To, I mean, when Namakubi came back, I thought it was very different than the original Namakubi. It was a good cigar. Uh, Namakubi was expensive, too, yeah. if I remember, right? Yeah, they were because there was some really heavy end packaging. They were doing. I was going to say to raise, was they were trying packaging. to raise money. They were trying to raise money for uh, Alzheimer's with right, that too. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. but the rumor is probably the other cigar. I hear people talk about wanting a comeback. That's probably the one I hear the most. What else you got? Uh, Steve Saka made uh, some headlines this uh, yesterday. Actually, uh, there is a new Muestra de Saka coming out. Uh, it's called the Krakatoa. It's named after a volcano in um, Indonesia. Uh, and it's this, the Muestra de Saka. These are like Saka's kind of personal expressions of brands coming out. Um, he usually releases these in one size, and he does a limited amount each year. Um, the Muestra de Saka, they come in coffins, individual coffins in seven-count boxes. Um, and this one is going to feature a blend of Ecuadorian Habano, Nicaraguan binder and fillers of Nicaraguan Brody Criollo and Colorojo Lajero. So uh, this is a cigar he was supposed to release in 2021. And it was one of those he said he wasn't happy with the blend. So he went back to the drawing table. Uh, and now it's it's going to be out for a spring release of that. Um, the seven count boxes are going to go for $145 and change. And this run will have 3,000 boxes made. And the size is a kind of a sock-ish size. It's 6 by 48, which is the size he's done well with. So it's kind of that short right. Churchill size he's done. So, um, sure. yep, made at Hoya de Nicaragua as well. So this is the seventh Western de Saka he's coming out with. Interesting. Yep. So Saka fans, uh, and I'm sure that's going to be consensus favorite by the end of the year. So you'll see that cigar on the consensus. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so, what else you got going on, Coop? We have some TAA releases announced. Uh, Espinosa cigars is actually doing a TAA cigar this year. We don't have a picture of it yet. Um, they're doing an offshoot of the Murcielago, which is their Mexican San Andreas wrap cigar. Um, but that the Murcielago that's out, which uses a uh, San Andreas Maduro wrapper, this is going to use a San Andreas Claro wrapper. Well, it's kind of similar to the concept I think that Foundation did uh, with the Olmec. It's going to have a lighter shade wrapper on that. Um, and uh, they're going to be producing that in the oval side. That is Espinosa makes the star at AJ Fernandez's uh, San Latino factory. The oval side is kind of that oval press that they have. Um, and that's going to be in a 6 by 54 Toro. Excuse me, 1,520-count boxes uh, expected to be released in May. That's the first, it's the first Espinosa branded TAA cigar. It's not the first Espinosa made TAA cigar. They actually is, is, is the audio going on, or is it just me? Yeah, it's Mike. Yeah, I'm try, I was trying to fix it with the auto. But, is it now okay? Yes. Yeah, it's better when yes. you're closer. Okay, I think the mic kind of got shifted there, so apologize. Yeah, you're good. So I don't know how you much just, you missed. 
You just make it like a you it. You just, box yeah. and call it Batgirl. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but these cigars, the the TAA cigars are pain in the neck to cover because uh, you get. I got a list from the TAA, and then like companies just start to trickle information out, and some don't trickle the information out. So that one is coming out uh, in May, and then Crown Heads also has a TAA cigar. Um, they're going back to uh, Tabacalera La Alianza TAA release of the Los Angeles 2023. So they were doing cigars at Pachardo for a couple of years, but obviously they're not doing those cigars anymore there. So they've gone back to Ernesto, who owns Tabacalera La Alianza. Uh, this is going to be a Sumatra-centric blend uh, with a Sumatra hybrid wrapper, a Sumatra binder, and fillers from Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Nicaragua in one size a six by 54. So um, I, the date of that was also a spring release that they're having. Pricing is going to be at 1350 a cigar. So uh, this is the ninth TA cigar that Crown Heads has done. So they've been a- around for a while with that. Anything else got going on, Coop? Um, last thing is, you know, um, there's some stuff that I, there's some cigars I think that are noteworthy that are coming out of the great smoke or making, I'd say, consumer debuts. Um, the first one is uh, Island Jim, um, who is now, Island, I don't know if a lot of folks know that Jim Robinson, his brand has been separate from Oscar Valadares for a while, and they are now moving. Ordering Jim Nightmare. Robinson, yeah, they are now kind of merging the operation, according to Jim Robinson. So wait, wait, let me tell you, fantastic news group because ordering their products historically nightmare. wasn't purchasing nightmare. Who who sells what? Who does who? Who yep. do you order this one from? Yep. Yep. And then Abe's got the box there, which is even better. So Hold on. Yep. I got box number one. Wow. Ooh. And it's uh, I see the there, there it is. Box number one. Yep. Um, yep. So Island Jim, uh, this is his cigar. It's a uh he's done a Maduro and a and a Habano, but now he's got a Connecticut shade coming out. It's in that number two pencil shape. Uh, so you're going to, that's going to be, it was shown off a TPE, but now this is going to be the first time. Cause I already got mine, by the way, yep. uh, because it came in the virtual pack. So um, I haven't smoked it yet, but um, you're going to, you're going to get consumers are going to get a first shot at this cigar at the great smoke. I smoked that cigar and I really like that cigar. That's one yep. that when we have it in store, I'll be smoking off. Of. Yep. Yep. And then another couple, uh, Gurkha is coming out with their Ghost Connecticut. So, again, kind of similar. They had a Habano and a Maduro. Now they got the Ghost Connecticut coming out. Uh, that was also in uh, the pack. Um, that's the picture. So Ghost is one of the most popular Gurkha lines, um, especially that original Araparaca one. But this is a Connecticut shade one they've done as well. Um, so that will be also uh, make it was showing off a TP, making a consumer debut at the Great Smoke. And then, 21, Tom, 21. Yeah. 21. Thank you. And finally, uh, McAuliffe is going to be releasing the Leanda Toro. We don't have an image of that one yet. So Toro size of the Leando brine, which is going to also make a debut at the Great Smoke. They haven't really PR'd this one yet. Um, they're probably going to PR it once it gets a little more out there. But Listen, they're, yeah. love the folks at McAuliffe and Amanda. They're all great people, but I need to sit down and have a talk how they ever even launched a line that didn't have a Toro size in it. Well, it, Dan will tell you that was a big miss they had. Yeah, I mean, how was that? How was and that I, even? A lot of this was before they got there too, before uh, Amanda came on and before Dan came on. And well, I got to tell you, I'm a little proud that the Great Smoke is a national event has now become an event 
that manufacturers are finding worthy, like the TPE and the PCA. To launch product, absolutely. To launch yeah. product, and that's when you know you're doing something good. Yeah. Because last year we had the Serbius, right? We had the knuckle sandwich. Cerberus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cerberus and the knuckle sandwich both premiered at the Great Smoke. Yep. Um, and uh, this year we have three new items starting, uh, you know, launching at the Great Smoke. So uh, I think it's cool that that's how manufacturers are looking at that event now as an opportunity uh, to really absolutely. launch something. Absolutely. And if you get the virtual pack, like you got, like that's those pictures I had were from my virtual pack that I took pictures of, of the ghost and the, um, the Island gym. So, I mean, if you, you, if you get your virtual pack, you already have this. So you're like one of the first people. Abe, there's also a couple of other things. I saw HVC's doing something now. Did you see it? Well, we, we always have raffle items every year. Yeah. Um, every year we have raffle items. We have 25 pretty epic prize packages that all you had to do is buy a ticket virtual or live and you're automatically entered. Yep. So um, uh, Rainier really went over the top, man. He made a custom lacquered box with the Great Smoke logo yeah. on it and is putting like a hundred exclusive blends that only him and one other person in his company smoke. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a, one of the prize packages at the Great Smoke. So, uh, I mean, they're even starting to get creative with their limited releases. They're getting creative with raffle prizes. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, listen, man, if this ain't, if this event, look, I, nothing against them, but a lot of people went to the whiskey fest, whatever it was last, was it last weekend? Last, last weekend. weekend. Last weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, look, man, if this ain't really the just over most over the top best event in the country, I don't know what is. This really is just becoming better I, it, and better every year. It's really exciting to see stuff like that because, you know, consumers like what's new and companies are recognizing this platform and I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Good job. Did Paul just do a close up of himself? No, I did. He lost power. He's stuck there. Oh, <laughs> oh we got to get his picks. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. That being said, oh, we need him for this next last segment, our final segment of the yeah, show. He has to, he has to defend gonna, himself. He's going to have to explain himself. Tell him to get on the phone. It's time Please. for Tale of the Tape, season number six. <laughs> Alrighty, we are uh, on pick number seven, top heartthrobs. Start it off, Abe. Uh, Megan Fox. She's a hottie, man. Can't Solid. say this girl is a hottie. Um, I super enjoyed her. Her. Uh, oh God, I can't remember the show. What's this, that? That girl. That girl. The show with. Oh God! Somebody help me out here. The, the, I don't that, know. That series that you, um, it's called That Girl. Oh my God, I'm blacking out now. Now I gotta Google it. It was one of my favorite shows of all time. It was fucking hilarious. Um, I'm pretty sure it was called That Girl. But, no, Megan, Megan Fox, definitely a hobby. I, I, oh, I'm surprised she was only seven. I'm surprised she was only seven. Right? No, it wasn't That Girl. Somebody help me out. Nobody knows the show I'm talking about? No. I don't know. Let me see. Is anybody? Uh, my Megan daughter even got into the show. Oh, shit. All right, don't, don't know. Megan Fox, my number seven. I love that chick. All right. So number seven for me, still continuing in hip-hop and R&B genre, I went with uh, Alicia Keys. 
Ooh. Who uh, Alicia oh. Keys is Alicia Keys is like hotter Sade to me. Like kind of that natural look and super talented, which makes it even more hotter. But uh, Alicia Keys, number seven. And uh, go ahead, Coop, because we're going to try and see if we can get Paul back on to defend himself. Okay. Uh, again, my, my theme was uh, timeline. Um, so I went back to 1984. Uh, she absolutely won me over in her debut film role. It's, uh, but she's more known for probably music and her association with the lead character in this movie. Uh, it's Apollonia. Her real name's Apollonia Cotero. Um, absolutely stunning. Um, and held her age very, very well. Um, here we have her in the in the bathing suit, which she was great. But I kind of liked her in that whole in the whole Prince movie too. The whole scene in Lake Minnetonka is classic. She wore kind of yeah, these right. darker cape outfits too. Um, she was originally a replacement for Vanity in that movie, and the Prince kind of found her at the last minute. But she has held her age really well over forty years. So um, Apollonia is mine. All right, before Paul in here, but let me, let me tell you, I forgot the show. New Girl. I knew it was something girl. New Girl. Man, if you never watched that series, really good series. Max's, Max's, Max Greenfield's character is Schmidt, one of my favorite fucking characters of all time. He made that fucking show. But all-star cast. Little cool little thing, though. Wayman Dane, if, if you ever watched the series, the pilot episode, Damon Wayne's son was in the cast and then got called for some movie. Or something so he's in the pilot episode and then week two it's another guy uh. yeah and it was very successful and then i think in season two or three they bought him back in as a as a as a, as a, as a another case right yeah so yeah. It, it, no yeah no it was his same character they made a storyline why he had to leave right away and they bought him back but new girl great series schmidt one of my favorite characters of all time you know, but you megan know, fox was in that took a stint in that as uh one of the characters girlfriends for a while super hot <laughs> If we were doing like hot moms too, I think she'd be very high on the list. On the hot Apollonia? moms. No, uh, Megan Fox. Bro, hot all the way. Good looking girl. Yeah. And um, uh, this is this is Paul's pick. He had, we have two. We're missing one for him. Yeah, we missed last week, but he, you know, <laughs> even he's. I don't think he's going to make it back. But he, I'm leaving this in the thread because he's going to have to defend. What this is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Somebody was, from Lilo and Stitch. I had to. I had to check the damn age of the damn animated character just to make sure it was. I mean, it's it, it's a little pedophilic, isn't it? Uh, it's a little. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's odd, man. It's odd. Did I say Wayne Dams? That's Lilo. That, wait, Williams? is that Lilo or? Yeah, that's somebody from Lilo and Stitch. Somebody, the older think, sister think, or something. Is that the older sister? Oh, yeah, okay. maybe maybe it's the older teenage. Older oh, older. what's her name? Um, well, she's an adult. She's a legal guardian of the kid or whatever. That's oh, the, okay. That's the Tia Carreri character. I thought I thought oh, okay. that was. I yeah, thought explain that was. Yourself, Paul. Explain yourself. I thought that was the young oh, yeah, girl. You didn't use the good picture, but it is the Tia Carreri. Oh, character. it's a good picture. I sent you a, a better yeah. picture of her in a bathing suit. Yeah, I just felt creepy about. She's she's like twenty one in the in the film. Yeah. She's the adult sister that has to yeah. take care of her sister. I don't know. Wait. Paul, is this seven or eight? This is seven. He didn't get yeah, you had eight. eight was missing. Who's your, who's your eight pick? Uh hold on. Let me look at my uh <laughs> I have to I have to go into my notes. Hold on. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Paul's becoming uh, very unpopular with this pick. Eight, eight was Aurora <laughs> from Sleeping Beauty. Paul's becoming very unpopular with this pick. 
Listen, Nani has a following. <laughs> look up, <laughs> look up, look up, Nani. Google Nani, and you're gonna get some weird, weird stuff. It's weird to begin with, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that wraps, wraps up another week of KMA Talk Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope we entertained you, made you laugh for a couple hours. It is the best way to start your Saturday. Comment in the comments, please, if you liked uh, the new segment known for if it's something you want to see incorporated from time to time in the show. Let us know. Yeah, let, let, let us know. Um, we will not be here next week. I mean, for us, KMA, uh, the Great Smoke literally officially starts Monday for us. We'll be um, so we will be working all week. We will be at the event next week. Watch it live on Facebook. It's a couple hours after. It's basically when our show ends is when the Great Smoke broadcast, virtual broadcast. I should have given you the intro to play as a, te- as a little teaser. Uh for KMA, but it's all right. It's going to be a pretty epic broadcast. So if you're not one of the lucky people coming down live, check it out. We'll be playing on our Smokin' Facebook page, the Great Smoke Facebook page, Smokin' Social, and Smokin's YouTube channel, pretty much. Um, so we'll see you all back in two weeks, everyone. Until then, from all of us to all of you, keep it lit.